No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie papa tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie papa tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie papa tonight. Let's go. Friday night. It is. It's the day. It's happening. It's happening right here. We're going to do it. We're going to front load this show. So we'll do the draw first thing on this show. Thank you for joining us, by the way. You're on the Daily Boogie Podcast special Friday night edition D-Day. How appropriate. Just a few days after V-Day, which is apparently they say V-Day is about victory. I didn't know that. So here we celebrate D-Day. Dildo Day. We will fuck them in the streets, we will fuck them on the beaches, and we will fuck them on the Daily Boogie Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Coffee Talk with Sandra. Happy Dildo Day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, as always, tonight's recommended drink, cheap box wine, tonight's recommended snack, bland brand, no name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast for a Friday night. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to celebrate D-Day, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Captain Henchman, thank you for the diamond, sir. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, it's it's going to be a hell of a show. We're going to do the, the dildo draw in just a moment's time. First of all, I just want to say a big shout out to JJ Stoner. I hope you've been keeping up with JJ Stoner. I have to apologize to JJ because now I've been like, my work's been cut in half and I'm only working half the amount of days. I'm actually sleeping when I'm normally working. So if I normally, when I do get to watch JJ, when I do get to share out his show, it's normally like right at the end of my work day or if I've finished like an hour before or something like that. So I'm still awake. So... I have been catching up on JJ's uh, replays, and I just want to give a big tip of the hat, a big thumbs up, a big thank you, sir, to JJ Stoner, because he's been promoting the shit out of this dildo draw. So I just want to, I want to give JJ the love that he deserves. Thank you so much. <laughs> he's been letting his audience know that, yes, indeed, we are giving away a glass dildo tonight on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it right now. Let's get right into this fucking thing. So... Uh, 26 people, I was wrong. I thought it was only 25, but 26 people got in touch with me and they entered into the dildo draw. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. All the names are on the wheel. Um, someone, A couple of people got in late and wanted to join, but they weren't boogers. So unfortunately, if you're not a booger, you can't be on the wheel. And Dr. Doctor S, who's who's been a booger before, but uh, Kathy Jordan in, in the chat saying D-Day is the June 6th. No, no, no. D-Day is today. Today is Dildo Day, Kathy. We're giving away a glass dildo. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. So, <laughs> so a couple of people uh, tried to jump in too late. So unfortunately, you weren't a booger in time. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. 26 names. Now, the way we're going to do this, it is happening. It's finally happening. <clears throat> this is the way we're going to do it. Um, it's not going to be one name gets drawn and that's the winner. The way we're doing this, we're going to prolong the excitement. We're going to build the tension. 
as we spin the wheel, each name that the wheel lands on will be eliminated. Okay? So we're going to spin. It'll choose a name. That name comes off the wheel. And we keep going until there's only one name left. The last person standing gets a free dildo, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So let's do this. Uh, I had to find music that I thought would be appropriate uh, for a giveaway, but also a seedy porn theatre. So I went with this. I think that sounds like Eastern European uh, adult toy music. Adult toy giveaway music. Why not? Let's go for it. All right. Let's rock and roll. As long as you're not the first name on the board, as long as you're not the first name taken off, I think you'll be happy. Nobody wants to be the first one out. So let's do this. We've we've come so far, ladies and gentlemen. And one, one more big thank you before we do this to all of the people who uh, signed up on DLive, who got us to a 1,000 followers. This one's for you. The authentic Daily Boogie Glass dildo. This, this competition is for you. So let's have a go. It's not like lo- the comp's not loaded. Uh, each time, if the longer you stay in, the better your chances of winning it are. So, all right. Let's see who the first person out is. Let's have a go. The first name to come off the wheel is... It's Constitutionally, unfortunately. Constitutionally, thank you for playing. Unfortunately, no glass dildo for you today. And we're down to 25. Let's go. Major Tom with the diamond. Big money, no whammies. Thank you for joining us, Major Tom. Winning TV with the diamond. Follow Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. The next name to come off the board. Oh, no. Oh, it's Jenny B. Oh, so sorry, Jenny B. (laughs) One of the OG listeners. She's out. (laughs) So we're down to 24. Let's keep going. Who's next? Who's coming off the board next? Oh, oh no, Steph! Steph, he's gone! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? I noticed Gypsy's name is not on the board. She didn't nominate, so... She's going to have a great time watching everybody else lose their shit. Unfortunately, bye-bye, Steph. The the winners remain. They stay in. Let's go. Who's next to come off the board? It's SoCal Chris. So long, SoCal Chris. Thank you for the diamond, Steph. Third time, no charm. Unfortunately, yes. Sorry, Jenny. She's very upset. <laughs> SoCal Chris. We say goodbye to SoCal Chris. Let's rock on. This is very exciting. Hang on. Why is Jenny B still on the board? Hang on, hang on. Something's not happening. Something's not working out here. Because Jenny B was still on the board. You sent myself. Flaccid is still on the board. What is going on? Okay, hang on. We're going to have to... St- we're go- Everybody gets a lifeline. It seems that I have 
put the wrong setting on. I did like three or four test runs of this last night. Oh, look at that. When I refresh the wheel. Oh. <laughs> when I refresh the wheel, I forgot to reselect remove names when they're selected. Holy sh... Oh, wow. Everyone gets a reprieve. <laughs> All right. Now I've selected it. Now I've selected it. So now the names will come off. Um, yeah, like I said, I did about three or four test runs last night before I went to bed. We're going to have to restart our porno theater giveaway uh, meat raffle music here. <laughs> so I did about three or four test runs last night. And to be fair, it was a different sequence and a different winner every time. So uh, it's about as random as I can imagine. So, all right. This now, this is the real one. <laughs> Jenny V in the chat. Thank you, baby Jesus. Okay, I've, I've made the selection. This is it now. This is the real. Don't get scared now. Don't get scared now. Let's do it. Wow, the lucky people who thought they were <laughs> boomer alert in the chat. <laughs> okay, now let's see who's really the first one out. It's going to be Steph again. <laughs> Sorry, Steph. <laughs> oh, sorry, Steph. The wheel doesn't like you. Okay, he's gone. Create. Oh, I think it's. Oh, no! Scorned! Scorned is gone. Unfortunately. So sorry. Who's next to come off the big wheel? <gasps> one step too far. We say goodbye to one step too far. Let's roll. <laughs> Winning TV in the chat. Thank you for the diamond. Did you run the Ring Iowa caucus? Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. <laughs> Dr. S, she's out. Thank you for the gifted sub, by the way. Dr. S is gone. Oh, this is intense. It looks like, it looks like it's Captain Henchman. So long, Captain Henchman. Apologies. We're down to 20 players now. Who's next? Who's next? It's, it's coming up. It looks like it's going to be SoCal Chris. SoCal Chris says goodbye. We're getting into the, we're getting into the business end of the competition now. No, Denise, you had to reply to my uh, Twitter thread that I put up the other day. Only the people who replied wanted to be in it. Desert Cat, unfortunately. We say goodbye to Desert Cat. Monica says this is stressing me out. <laughs> Good, that's what I was going for. <laughs> We're coming around. Oh no, oh no, oh! Oh, look at that. Coffee talk with Sandra. T 
Teddy Spaghetti hangs on by the skin of his fucking teeth. Did you see that? That was on the line. Wow. <laughs> Desert Cat, thank God she's knocked out, she says. <laughs> Who have we got here? It's Creative License. Goodbye, Creative License. The wheel spins, the wheel spins, the wheel spins. Oh, no, Major Tom, Major Tom. No, no, not Major Tom. Oh, no. Major Tom. Farewell, farewell, brave Major Tom. We're getting to the business end of the deal now. And because as the names disappear, the wedges get bigger. Oh, it's very tense. Intense stuff here on the Daily Boogie. Major Tom's very upset in the chat. Hillbilly Harry, unfortunately. The next name to go. Fascist Hippie, can we take a break? My heart rate. <laughs> so long, Hillbilly Harry. Who have we got? Who have we got next? Dildo, dildo, dildo. It's rolling around, it's rolling around. Oh no, it's Irrational Times. I think it's going to be Irrational Times. Oh! Irrational Times, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, directly after this show at 8pm, uh, follow Irrational Times, follow his YouTube channel, uh, Royce Lopez and Adonis Paul going head to head to decide who is the king of the universe when it comes to Save by the Bill trivia. I'll be watching it. So make sure you're there. Follow Irrational Times on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. If you can't, uh, on Twitter, if you can't find him on YouTube, go to The Blown Gasket on Twitter and then you'll get all the links there. All right. Gee, I think we're down to the last 10 now. Who have we got left? Who's going to who's going to survive? Who's going to win the one of a kind glass dildo? It the wheels rolling around. Oh no, the Iceman. A gallant effort though to get that far into the competition, ladies and gentlemen. So so long, Rusty. Sorry about that. Let's have a look here. Oh, this is tense. Who have we got? Fas oh, no, the fascist hippie. Oh, no, fascist hippie. Gone. So who have we got left? We've got Joy of Pessy, Winning TV, Mr. Bearded Truth, Jenny B, who was the second one knocked out in our practice fuck-up round. So you, you very good life there for Jenny B. Uh, Constitution Alley, uh, Nightwave Radio, Hate and Diaper Nova. Who else have we got? There's a couple of names I can't see there in the red. Victor Von Schroom still in. Monica's still in. Whoa. Let's have, let's keep it going. Andrew Jackson still in. The wheel's ticking. Oh, no. It's ticking. Oh, no. Joy of Pessy. Oh, no. Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. Joy of Pessy gone. I thought Joy of Pessy would be right there till the end. I thought he'd be right there at the end of this competition, but unfortunately, it's just fallen a little short. Just missed out on the playoffs. Let's keep this going. Who's next? Who's the next name off the board? 
Oh, it looks to, it's going to be Hayton Diapernova, ladies and gentlemen. Hayton Diapernova, a gallon, another gallon effort, but things are really getting interesting now. Only a few names left. Thank you for the diamond, Captain Henchman. It's going to be Winning TV saying goodbye. Captain Henchman says, this is great. Congrats again on the 1,000. Thank you. Hayton Diapernova, very disappointing for Hayton Diapernova. And Winning TV, unfortunately. Uh, give Winning TV the consolation prize, though. He'll be on tomorrow night at around 8 p.m., I think, until God knows when. Sometimes 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. So uh, give Winning TV the consolation prize by giving him a follow on DLive. DLive.tv slash Winning TV. This is getting close now. This is getting really close. <laughs> Major Tom, if Mersh wins, it's rigged. Calling it. <laughs> it can't be. I can't. I can't rig it. I'm not smart enough to rig something like this. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, look how big those wedges are left on the wheel. Look how big they are. Slowing, 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 slowing. Jenny B. Oh, no. Jenny B. So she got the lifeline after the first game, but it didn't get her all the way to the end. So who have we got left? Constitution Alley, Teddy Spaghetti, Nightwave Radio, Victor Von Shrew, Monica, Andrew Jackson, and the Bearded Truth, and one more, I think. Let's go. And follow Q still in as well. It's getting tense now. Things are getting tense now. Coming around, Victor. Von- oh no, Victor! Victor von Schroom is gone. <sighs> Holy cow! Let's keep this going. Just a handful of names left. The wheel's coming around, it's coming around, it's stopping on Andrew Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Well played, sir. We are down to the last six names, ladies and gentlemen. The last six to win the gold, uh, the gold, (laughs) that'll be the next one. The last six to win the glass daily boogie dildo, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Slowing down, slowing down, Monica. Oh, not Monica, not Monica, no! Oh, Monica's gone. Five names remaining. (laughs) I don't know how many of the five are even in the chat. I don't follow (laughs) QEs. I think Teddy Spaghetti's in here. I don't think uh, Constitution Alley, Nightwave, or Mr. Bearded Truth are in the chat. (laughs) I want someone, I want the winner to be somebody who's in the chat. So let's see how we go. Where will the wheel stop? With five names remaining. Oh, no, not follow Q. Oh, no. (laughs) Follow Q's gone. We're down to the last four. (laughs) And Mersh is in the last four. (laughs) People are going to be so pissed if Mersh wins this. (laughs) 
Oh, Teddy Spaghetti, Nightwave Radio, Constitution Alley, and Mr. America, the Bearded Truth, who's been on this show. <laughs> this is horrible. All right, let's have a look here. Four names remaining, ladies and gentlemen. Four names remaining. It, oh, no. Mr. Bearded Truth is gone. Mr. Bearded Truth, we're down to the last three. The last three names. Constitution Alley, Nightwave Radio and Teddy Spaghetti are the last three in the competition, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Victor Von Schroon with the diamond says, damn it, Boogie, you disappointed one beautiful dyke. (laughs) All right. I might have to do more of these more often. This is a lot of fun. Plus, it's killing time. So, (laughs) Killing time on a Friday. Three names to go. Evil Ian in the chat. Who will win the bumper for your boogie hole? Let's see. Let's see where this ends up. Three names to go. Let's go. Slowing down. Oh, Nightwave's out. Nightwave Radio is gone, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he got down to the last three. He got down to the last three. There you have it. So we are down to two people, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I don't see Constitution Alley in the chat. And we have been saying that if you're not in the chat, when it goes off, holy shit. Thank you for the Ninja Guinea, Rail Girl. Thank you so much. Very generous of you. Now, we have been saying that if you're not in the chat when it goes off, then should you get it or not? Oh, Ooh, I don't know. Maybe the wheel will take care of it. Maybe we'll give them till the end of the show to jump in the chat. So Constitution Alley, if you're out there, or if somebody knows Constitution Alley, they have to be in the chat by the end of the show to claim their prize. Otherwise, it's going to go to the next person who was here. And the next person who was here will be Teddy Spaghetti. By the end of the show. Not in the chat. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> People are saying, give it to Teddy right now. Teddy's like, spit it. Spit it. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to build up the tension, baby. <laughs> Stop lagging. Round and round the wheel of fortune goes. To the winner, a dildo for hose. Where will it stop? Nobody knows. But a fresh young dildo to someone, there she blows. Let's go. Where's it going to stop? 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 It's going to be Teddy Spaghetti, ladies and gentlemen. Spaghetti is the last land standing. Holy cow, Teddy Spaghetti.
Murphy wins the authentic glass dildo, ladies and gentlemen. Teddy Spaghetti. Teddy Damn Spaghetti. How about that? Yes! <laughs> Let's just do this the last spin just to just to confirm it. There it is. Teddy Spaghetti. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner. Your winner here today of the one-of-a-kind, authentic glass daily boogie dildo, ladies and gentlemen. This is coming to you, Ted. This one's going out to you, Teddy Spaghetti. And to be honest, to be honest, I think it's fitting. Teddy does a lot of great stuff. He makes all the stickers that people use in all of the channels and stuff. He's, he's, a, he's a worthy winner, ladies and gentlemen, of the Daily Boogie Glass Dildo. Congratulations, Teddy Spaghetti. <laughs> I'm sure this is the best day of your life, the greatest day of your life. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Done. Officially the winner of the one-of-a-kind 1,000-follower celebration glass dildo of the Daily Boogie Show, ladies and gentlemen, is the very talented Teddy Spaghetti. Well done, sir. The sticker spaghetti. He wasn't even going to be in it. I think Hayton Diapernova nominated him, and I said, you can't nominate your friends, and then Teddy's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll be in it. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Special mention to Constitution Alley. Uh, I wouldn't have minded Constitution Alley winning it, but like I said, I wanted somebody in the chat to win it. So I, I'm happy that Teddy Spaghetti won it because we can see the live reaction on the screen in the chat room. So very happy. Uh, wow, winning TV with the guinea. Thank you for the Ninja Gini winning TV. Thank you so much. It was a real come from behind win, says Tesla in the chat. <laughs> oh, well done, Teddy. Enjoy that glass dildo, mate. Um, if you know um, Evil Ian, get in touch with Evil Ian. Give him your details. Uh, give him your shipping address and whatnot. And then he'll get in touch with me and I'll fix him up. And this, this little baby right here, this glass dildo right here will be going out to you, sir. So congratulations. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. That was fun. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'll tell you what we do. I'll tell you what we might do. Um, because I, I don't really know how to come back from that. Because that was just too goddamn epic. So how about... How about we take our break early tonight and then we'll come back with the rest of the show just to let everyone reset after that competition. <clears throat> because that was intense. So we'll let everyone reset, get their breath back. <laughs> I'm going to get my breath back and then we'll be back in 5. We'll take the we'll, we'll take the break early and then we'll go right through to the end uh, before rational times takes over at 8 p.m. with the quiz that everybody's been waiting for between Royce Lopez and the great Adonis Paul. So we'll quick we'll do another raffle for two, 2000 absolutely. 
That's going to be a long way away, though. That was a lot of fun. I'm thinking, how can we do more more things like that in the future? I'll come up with something because that was fun. Somebody's having a great weekend. Denise in the channel, Periscope. I'll come up with some other way to do another competition at some point for something. Um, whether or not it'll be another glass dildo or not, I don't know. That was kind of like a one-of-a-kind thing. But we'll, we'll think of a way to do that again because I, I kind of like that, taking the names off the wheel instead of just picking a winner. More intense that way. So uh, we'll take a quick five-minute break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll be back just after the break. Thank you for sticking around, and then we'll go through right to the end of the show. Get your breath back. <laughs> we'll see you in five. Bye. Your novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week. So check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. 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 Idiot boogie It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? What's you? Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my buds do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, I secretly enjoy it. 
You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say. And people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie pumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Thanks for waiting out, guys. <clears throat> Everyone got their breath back? I hope so. Second half of the show. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back. Thank you for the diamond jacket hit. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to everyone who's contributed on DLive, by the way, and thank you to everyone who's followed us on DLive to get us to the thousand so we could give the great Teddy Spaghetti Sticker Master the official one-of-a-kind Daily Boogie Glass dildo earlier tonight on the show. Hell of That was a heck of a lot of fun. So congratulations once again to Teddy Spaghetti. Very deserving winner of the Daily Boogie Dildo. We've got other stuff to get through, though, by the way, just in case you're wondering. So thank you for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's show, then please, by all means, the preferred method 
is dlive.tv slash boogie bumper. Get yourself some of those sweet, slippery little lemons and leave those juicy little succulent suckers in my fruit bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Ambelina, you missed the dildo draw. <laughs> They're going to be speaking about the dildo draw for years to come. How intense it was, how beautiful it was. And of course, everybody's going to remember that Teddy Spaghetti won the day on the inaugural, the first ever live dildo draw here on the Daily Boogie podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, so much to get through, so little time. Uh, like I was saying before, tonight at 8pm, it's a busy, busy night tonight. So directly after this show at 8pm, you've got Irrational Times hosting the great Royce Lopez and the great Adonis Paul in a Saved by the Bell uh, quiz master championship. And then after that, you've got Nightwave Radio. And then after that, you've got Joy of Pessy coming up at midnight. These, there, you should have no plans tonight. You need to clear your schedule because shit is going off right here on this little corner of the internet. The Smen's Brotherhood is rising once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Frozen Asian in the chat. <laughs> dildo, dildo. Follow Frozen, Frozen Asian as well, by the way. DLive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show. Uh, how disappointing it was since I lost. Denise, yes, there were a lot of broken hearts tonight in the dildo draw. Unfortunately, though, there can be only one winner. Ben K. Veritas, thank you for the diamond, says, Am I a prick for being happy I didn't win the D-Do, but you weren't in the comp, so you had to nominate on Twitter. You had to put yourself in. Because I thought, well, why should I send a glass dildo to somebody who doesn't want it? So, <laughs> Papa Schlong has joined us on, on Periscope. You're a little late, Papa Schlong. So tonight at 8pm, directly after this show, and I would love it if a lot of people could go over. If you haven't watched Irrational Times yet, he does a great job. He does the game show. I'm an amateur. I'm a rank amateur when it comes to Wheel of Fortune and giveaways and uh, game show themed shows. Irrational Times is the professional in this little corner of the internet. And tonight, the professional is hosting two professionals, two professional streamers, Royce Lopez and Adonis Paul. And for people who say that this isn't like a real contest. This isn't a real competition. Let me tell you something. There's feeling in this. There's going to be feeling in this tonight. Both of these guys have been very aggressive on the front foot saying how they're going to destroy the other person. And I noticed a lot of comments in the chat. People aren't taking this coming together of the immovable object and the irresistible force. People aren't taking it seriously. So if I could, if I may, just wet your whistle a little bit perhaps pique your interest. This is what we're looking forward to tonight at 8pm on Irrational Times' uh, YouTube channel, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a look. This Friday, March 8th, a battle so contentious, so epic, it can't be aired on TV. I'm going to kill you like they killed Slater's lizard. I'm going to fuck you up the way they the oil company fucked up that duck, dog. Let me Get tell you something, Royce Lopez. When I see you beat, 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 beat down, you will have all the sauce, but the secret, she's a mom. Listen here, brother. I've been watching the college year. I've been watching the specials. While you be out there doing your streams, I'm grinding. I'm grinding, cartoon motherfucker. You ain't got shit. And I'll tell you this Friday, Royce. I don't want to hear about the pole dancing. I don't want to hear 
here about to twerking on the laps, trying to make the dollars out here to get some new gear to take me on in a save by the bell off at beat 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 down on Friday. Is that yes, dude? You fucking want some of this foot? Friday, dude, you're going down. 8 p.m. It's the Save by the Bell Trivia Massacre Beatdown. Only on Irrational Times YouTube channel. Featuring Adonis Paul from the Blunt Stream and Royce Lopez from Revenge of the Sis. Battling for Save by the Bell Trivia Supremacy. Listen fucking here. Not all of us have cartoon avatars we hide around. <laughs> I show my face when I beat you in Save by the Bell. That's it's a good thing you did it. And it's a good thing you didn't show your face, Royce Lopez, because I thought that that clown from House of a Thousand Corpses was dead. But here it is, and I can see he's clearly okay, and he knows Saved by the Bell tribute. Oh, shit. I'm going to wreck you like Lisa Turtle's mom's car, motherfucker. I'm going to make you think you're Mexican like that chick did to Slater in the college years. I'm gonna run all over you and then forget you like your name is Stacy Perosi. Ah! He's dropping the reference to see the beatdown. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna break your heart the way Kelly broke Zach's heart when she started dating the manager of the Max. I'm gonna make you disappear like the magician the Max in the later season. I'm gonna fuck your ass like every authority figure did to Kelly, including her boss at the Max and Officer and uh, Professor Lasky during the college years. She's kind of a slut. You ever notice that? I did notice that. <laughs> so please join Irrational Times this Friday for the Adonis Paul Royce Lopez Saved by the Bell trivia. How can, you not, how can you not want to be there? There it is, ladies and gentlemen. How could you not want to be there with the great Irrational Times hosting Royce Lopez and Adonis Paul? I don't know. Who do you think's going to win? Who do you think's going to win? I don't know. I feel like Adonis Paul may be the kind of guy who would be willing to dedicate more time to a Save by the Bell quiz. I know Royce is probably very competitive, but I think Royce would probably dedicate more time to other pursuits. You know what I mean? He probably watches movies with his wife from time to time. He does two shows, Daywave and Revenge of the Sis, so he has less time than Adonis Paul, who I think does a show three times a week. And Adonis Paul seems like a very cheerful, very jolly, but very, very vindictive person. <laughs> and I think he would have been studying day and night to hand Royce his ass to him. So I'm I'm going to go to I'm going to tip Adonis Paul for tonight's show based on those reasons. But it'll be close. It'll be very close. Looking forward to that. Like I said, uh, 8 p.m. tonight. Let me grab that link for you. Pop that in the chat for the promo for tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, on Irrational Times' channel. Adonis Paul versus Royce Lopez. <laughs> the Save by the Bell beatdown. All right, let's have some fun. Um, tell you what, we where we can we go from here? I'll give you three options, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday. Let's have a little fun. I do have coronavirus stuff. We can get a little serious if you want. Maybe I'll leave that till the end. I don't know. We can have a little fun, though. So, here are your options. Uh, the first, there's three options. Press one in the chat if you would like to see a news story about the couple who drank fish tank cleaner, resulting in the guy dying. Because <laughs> that's fun. Uh, press two in the chat for an update from the Cartnarks, which we looked at last Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. A new video dropped today from the Cartnarks. 
or press three in the chat if you'd like to catch up with Toddles. Remember the guy who was dancing in front of his window? Talking about how he wants to buy an, an expensive sex doll? He's been very busy on the YouTubes lately, ladies and gentlemen, so we can catch up with Toddles if you prefer. So one in the chat for the fish tank cleaner, two in the chat for cart narcs, three in the chat for Toddles. You decide. It's mostly twos. I think the twos have got it. I think the twos have it, ladies and gentlemen. Woodchip <laughs> TV wants Todd. <laughs> Whichever one will make me not want to die would be nice. Well, I think you'll like the Cartnarks then. The Cartnarks have it, ladies and gentlemen. So let's check in with our favourite unofficial official law enforcement agency, ladies and gentlemen, the Cartnarks. They released this video, uh, what, a couple of days ago? And a couple of little videos put together. Let's have a, let's have a little look-see, see how the Cartnarks are doing on their crusade to make the parking lot a safer place for you and me. Wow, wow. Lazy bones alert. Lazy bones alert, sir. Sir. Look at this ass. It's not where the cars go. Cartnarks here. It's the middle of a spot. Yep. So he's blocking a parking spot now. You should take it back to one of the cart return areas, like right over there. Uh, we're the Cartnarks. That's what we do is we help people find where the cart returns are. You, uh, you know what? More than anything, I hate it when they stand there and act dumb. You know what I mean? What? What? I didn't do it. Huh? 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 You know what you did. You know what you did, you disgusting piece of shit. You should be ashamed of yourself. Look at him. Look at the look on his face. That is a guilty man, and he knows it. And look where he left it, too. Like, he didn't even tr he didn't even try to, like, put it up half on the curb, at least. See, if you're going to be a cart terrorist, at least have a little consideration. <clears throat> Get those two front wheels up on the curb. You know what I mean? He's just taken up a whole spot with the cart now. So now nobody can park there. You disgusting, disgusting man. I hate these people. I really do. Like I've said before, I'm a very liberal, you know, um, libertarian guy. I'm all about, you know, freedom. You do what you want. But when you get me in the car park, when you get me in the parking lot, I will go full fascist. I put on a black coat and a little pin of a skull and I am taking people out. That's how I work. So he's blocking a parking spot now. You should take it back to one of the cart return areas, like right over there. Uh, we're the cart knocks. That's what we do is we help people we're find the cart, where the cart returns are and stop being lazy bones. So I can point you in the right direction if you need to. <laughs> no argument. <laughs> no argument from the guy at all. <laughs> he just knew he was beaten. He knew he was done. <laughs> this is sensational. I can point you in the right direction if you need to. Closest one's right this way, about uh, one and a half clicks over to the left. Compliance. Appreciate that, sir. Thanks a lot. Well done, sir. Right, knocks out. Off you go. <gasps> Take that card. Flawless victory. Cartnarks here. 
Sorry, sorry, sir. It's actually in the handicap spot blocking the uh, the access oh. there. There's got to be a special room in hell for the people who leave their carts in handicap spots, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's even worse than parking in a handicap spot. Because now the handicapped person has to get out of their car to move the cart before they can park their damn car. How about that's a special kind of low? This is a very sick, very dangerous man who leaves their cart in a handicap spot. I don't even think firing squad is... I think firing squad is too good for him. Someone like that needs ironic punishment. So you're leaving your cart in a spot there. So you're, blo you're blocking the handicap Pardon spot, me? sir, with the cart narcs. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, uh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I, want, I want you to be a responsible member of society, sir. Uh, you can take it back to the car return. You passed a couple on the way over yeah. here. You work here or what? I'm with a highly trained secret organization of professionals who could narc out people who leave their carts, in this case, in a handicap spot. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. I'll watch your car for you if you need to, or you can take your keys out, whichever you prefer. Oh, <laughs> UK Neil with a diamond. Thank you, UK Neil. Follow UK Neil, by the way. DLive.tv slash UK Neil says, Narcateers at the ready. Have you been narcateering at your Tesco or your uh, UK equivalent supermarket, Neil? I hope so. I want to see those videos uploaded any day now. That's no better, sir. Now I can just roll right back into this. See, he's got to be a smart ass about it, too. Just take it back to the cart corral, sir. What what is what is it with these guys who are like you know swinging their balls around over a shopping cart? Just do the right thing, man. It's not that hard. The spy. It's not gonna roll back, right? Oh, I've seen. It's not gonna roll back, guy. We've seen it roll back, sir. A thousand times. We have reports from all over. Are you going? Where are you? You're not gonna leave it there, are you, sir? I'm leaving it right there, dude. Come well, on. you should take it. I'm leaving it right there, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> He's trying to befriend the Cartnark now. He thinks if he speaks to the Cartnark on familiar terms, like he's going to be allowed to get away with it. You know what I mean? Actual nobody in the chat with a very good point. Notice the people that do this with the carts are all boomers. Yes, they are. I haven't even noticed that. You're right. It's that sense of entitlement, isn't it? <laughs> the boomers think that the world belongs to them and the whole... The whole world is a cart corral and they can just leave their carts wherever they damn well please because, you know, back in my day, I had to work extra hard. I worked two jobs so I could pay off my house and my college education. I'm allowed to just leave the cart wherever I want. I earned this. I deserve this. Get back where you found it. Why don't you get something useful to do? You think helping... <laughs> Why don't you find something useful to do? The ball's on this guy. Sir? I'm leaving it right there, dude. Come well, on. you should take it back where you found it. Why don't you get something useful to do? You think helping handicapped people is not useful, sir? <laughs> handicapped people need all our help, sir. Well, I'm handicapped as well. Well, that's... I'm handicapped as well. <laughs> he doesn't look very handicapped to me. So now he's doing disabled stolen valor in order to make excuses for his cartiness. What a piece of shit. This guy, is prob this guy could be the worst one that we've seen so far. Wow. So he leaves a cart in the handicap zone 
He's not in the handicap zone. He's adjacent to the handicap zone. So he leaves a cart in the handicap zone and then claims that he's handicapped. What a fucking piece of shit. After he's just walking around normal, fine, driving around. Handicapped people need all our help, sir. Well, I'm handicapped as well. Well, that's then you should know better. I got a bumper <laughs> sticker if you need it, sir. It's, well, let's see Slap if it, it sticks. Oh, it doesn't stick. Damn it. I hope that melts to the hood of his car too, by the way. By the time he gets to wherever he's going, I hope that, because the hoods can get really hot. I hope that's nice and melted in and he needs to take it off with a paint scraper. Fuck this guy. Learn my lesson with these Fords. Gotta be all aluminum bodies out there. (laughs) Oh, what a hero. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I'm with the cart narcs. I don't know if you're familiar with our work, sir, but uh, thank you very much for your help. I am. I listen to the show. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, he's oh, he's found a fan. <laughs> he's found himself a cart narc fan. Thank you for joining us, Andrew Jackson. Sorry you didn't win the dildo earlier today, sir, but a great, a very good effort. I think Andrew Jackson was into the top 10, if I'm not mistaken. He did tremendously well. Once again, big congratulations to Teddy Spaghetti for taking home the glass dildo. He's found a fan of the Cartnarks. Let me introduce myself. I'm a fan. I watch your channel. I, th- I just think you're doing tremendous work out here, sir. He left in a handicap spot. Not know, even, not even next to the spot, which is very common. That's pathetic. But in the actual spot. He's like, oh, I'm handicapped. And of course, yeah, then you, right. should know, you should have sympathy for <laughs> exactly. this person. And he's like, well, I'll move it three feet up. And he's like, oh, I can't roll. It's on an incline, number one. Yeah. Number two. It's totally unsecured. I mean, you know, you've, I'm yeah. preaching to the choir here, but yeah. that's the kind of stuff. We have these new bumpers, uh, these new magnets that uh, I guess I'm learning with Fords. They have like aluminum hoods and so they don't stick. I tried to stick it to his hood, but it didn't work. Yeah, I saw that. But uh, you know what? You got to keep moving. got to keep trying. Do you mind if I take a picture? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not believe sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, we do this off the My wife's not going to believe that I met the cart ducks today. Honey, you'll never, you'll never guess what happened <laughs> down at the store. I, saw, I met the Cartnark guy. Really? You know, my wife and I, we've been watching your show for a long time. We, we, we just love what you do. We're just big fans of what you're doing down there, down at the Walmart. I just want to say thank you so much. God bless you with all of my heart. I pray for you. I pray for the other Cartnarks out there. You, met, you boys are just heroes. You're doing tremendous work. <laughs> Looks like the fan is a boomer. Stop blaming us. <laughs> There's a cat in the chat. Not very, well, it's true, though. It is objectively true. Every person we've seen leaving the cart has been a boomer. So I guess it's that old thing. Like, not every um, cart-leaving piece of shit is a boomer, but all boomers are cart-leaving pieces of shit. Is that how... <laughs> Not all boomers are cart-leaving pieces of shit, but every cart-leaving piece of shit is a boomer. That's We have to run with that. Because objectively, that's all the evidence we have. Two. Yeah. cart knocks, ladies and gentlemen. One victory and one very disappointing disabled spot. Uh, speaking of disabled, let's check in with Toddles. Let's see what Toddles has been up to. Uh, he's got himself a pack. He's, he's ordered himself um, some throwing knives. <laughs> I've been watching him teach himself how to do tricks with knives. Uh, not recommended. So he's got himself some throwing knives and he's been practicing. I guess he wants to, he's looking to become some kind of assassin or something. 
Uh, if you can't remember, this is the guy who always does videos with his shirt off drinking warm beer. Thank you for the diamond, Captain Henchman. This is the guy who does videos in his squalid little room. He always has his shirt off. He drinks warm beer. Uh, last time we checked in with Todd, he was talking about how he wanted to get the top seven top of the line sex robots. And he wanted one from each ethnicity so he could mix and match. Variety is the spice of life. Occasionally, he cooks things like uh, fried peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> and he dances in front of his window with the window wide open, hoping that people will walk past and watch him dancing with his shirt off. So he's been practicing with his knives. Let's see how good he's getting. Let's see how deadly this guy is getting. All right. Um, this video is for Chelsea. I'm going to go try and uh, target that box right there. Mm. So it's a, this is a controlled, uh, like lab-like situation here. There's a controlled setting. Don't worry. Don't try this at home. This guy is a professional. So you can see he's got the cardboard box uh, held up with various magazines and books in front of an open wardrobe. <laughs> Follow you. This guy is a fucking soup sandwich. So he's got, and he's going to be aiming his throwing knives for that box. Now, I'm sure he's, he's getting very good at this. He's been doing this for a couple of weeks now. I'm sure he's deadly. I'm sure he's, you know, his skills are being honed. He's not the kind of guy you want to mess with. Let's have a look. As you can see. Good. Um, zoom in. Zoom in. Good camera work. Okay. So, uh, Let's go. Let's throwing see. Knife. Um, throwing knife get, at the ready. Um, Let's see. Let's check out the skills, bro. The window is open once again, so everybody can see the skills, so he can represent. Get a sip of warm beer first. Okay. He's standing a good five feet away. <laughs> At that distance, only professionals can hit the box. You know what I mean? There's a fly swatter on the wall for some reason. <laughs> is that an ornamental fly swatter? <laughs> is that is that a fly swatter that's been handed down like through the family? Make sure you keep this safe, Todd, because this fly swatter belonged to your grandmother. It belonged to me, and now it belongs to you. And I want you to pass it on to your children one day. This cheap plastic fly swatter. Okay, let's see the action. Come on, give us the action, bro. Okay, set up that camera. See, it says slide right there. I want to see that blade like just perfectly in the eye on slide. All right. If he's as good as we all suspect he is. I'm about... Seven feet away. More like five feet. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my knife. Let's go. Let's see the action. Right here. Okay. It looks, it's gold. Watch the box. Watch the box.
if you can't, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. Oh, he didn't even hit the box. <laughs> it it fell short of the box. <laughs> it's it's not like it didn't go past the box and hit something else. He didn't. It fell short. He couldn't make the distance, the five feet to the box. <clears throat> it kind of just very lazily slammed into the magazine stack that's holding up the box. Let's have another quick look here. Because you've got to be very quick. It happens very quick. Dead Jedi in the chat. We're watching a, a ninja pro using a throwing knife. He's he's marveling us with his skills with the throwing knife. He's aiming for that box there. He's showing us all he's showing us all how it's done. Okay, let's have a look at this professional, trained professional with his throwing knife. See it says slide right there. I see. I'm about seven feet away. Five feet. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get my knife. Dropping the guinea. Woodchip TV dropping the ninja guinea on our laps. Thank you so much, sir. Very generous. Very generous. Obviously a big fan of Todd and the throwing knives. <laughs> Let's get back to the pro. As you can see. Right okay. Here. It's a good looking throwing knife. Watch the box. Watch the box. <laughs> Let's try again. Let's try again. <laughs> the, the trouble is he's only got one knife, so he has to keep going back and picking it up. <laughs> Let's try again. Let's try again, Todd. Why is he putting this on the internet? Like, I mean, if you hit the box once, wouldn't you just edit it and say, oh, look at this. Ding. Mad skills. <laughs> that one was probably my favorite because the, the handle just slapped into the box, just falls to the floor. <laughs> he's also He's also wearing his pants inside out, by the way. I'll show you because the tag is on. Look, the tag's on the outside. See? <laughs> so he's wearing his pants inside out as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Try, again. Try again. It's very committed. Keep going, Todd. <laughs> Try again. He, got it, he didn't get it stuck in the magazine, but it kind of got wedged in between the pages of the magazine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we need some kind of video or something for this, you know. If, you, if at first you don't succeed, keep trying and then quit. <laughs> look at him. Look at him go deadly. Deadly with that box, Miss. with that knife. Try again. <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti, when does it bounce and go through his foot? Oh, shit. 
He's sta- now he's starting to get angry. So now he's, you can hear that he's putting more force into it now because that the sound of the knife clumsily whacking into everything except the box that he's aiming for is getting louder. Oh, stuck in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> that one just went straight to the floor. Damn, I'm frustrated. Come on. No, no, his pants are definitely inside out because look, the pockets are hanging, the pockets are out too by the sides of his legs. Look, you see? (laughs) Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub winning TV. Uh, Woodchip TV, pardon me. They both start with W, close enough. (laughs) Woodchip TV with a gifted sub. He's got the pockets hanging out. So he hasn't even reversed the pockets. He's just put his pants on inside out and the pockets are hanging out like ears on the side of his on the side of his legs. I'm not really used to throwing knives. I'm not really used to throwing knives, he says. <laughs> you you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> he, tried, he tried to catch the knife as it was falling to the ground. If you're listening to the podcast, he threw Raise the knife. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub. Winning TV. Actually winning TV. <clears throat> if you're listening to the podcast, he threw the knife. It got stuck in the thing that he's got the box on, and but not enough to keep it there. So as it was falling to the ground, he tried to quickly like put his hand underneath the knife to catch it, which is very smart. Very smart thing to do when a knife is falling to the ground. Just try to grab at it. <laughs> You'll never hurt yourself doing things like that. How long does he do this for? <laughs> he's, he's starting to get really pissed now. Getting everything except the box. Come on. <laughs> Almost. God, God, he's he's a persistent motherfucker, isn't he? Jesus. Now he's not even hitting the thing that the box is on. Now it's just going straight to the floor. This is amazing. <laughs> you know, I've just I've just noticed this. You know my favorite part about this video is there's a dartboard sitting right next to it. He could have put the dartboard there and thrown the knife at that. No, no, no. I'll just put a cardboard box on top of some magazines. (laughs) And right next to the cardboard box is a fucking dartboard. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He's a thinker. Just keeps going. He must have had like twenty five throws now. God damn it! God, sorry guys, I just can't. 
seem to fucking get this in there. I'm trying. It's not so easy. I'm going to put the link to this in the chat so you can <laughs> so if you want to if you'd like <laughs> if you'd like to like help Todd out give him some advice teach him how to throw a knife maybe whatever you want to do uh the links in the chat for you if you want to have a look at Todd and his mad skills his mad knife throwing skills Killing my magazines, but I'm not killing the box. Killing the box. Damn. Got down here. Oh, oh. Got the box down there. We have a winner. As you can see. There it is. Four minutes it took him. Four minutes and probably, what, 45 throws? He finally got the knife into the box, just barely. Like, it's just, it's dangling off the bottom of the box, right? But, uh, yeah, try again. Oh, try, <laughs> try again. Why not just quit then? Go, yay, we got it, and that's it. No, keep going. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. <laughs> the sound, every time it just clangs into stuff. The sound of it just clanging into things makes me so happy. <laughs> Bounces off, yeah. Ding! <laughs> Ding! <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> that just went directly onto the floor. That bounced higher than he threw it. Oh, what a physique. He got one. He got one. There you go. Right there, guys. He's a dangerous man. He's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous man. Daryl Levin with a good point in the chat. He doesn't seem to be taking the upcoming emu war seriously. I couldn't agree more. There you have it. The very dangerous toddles with two strikes out of 100 getting that knife to barely hang into a, a cardboard box. I'd be terrified if I, if I came across this guy. Absolutely terrified. All right. How are we going for time? How much time do we have? Do we have time? Uh, let's do a couple of COVID stories, a couple of quick ones. I'll fill you in with what's going on down under, ladies and gentlemen. 
Good news. Restriction. Oh my god. Oh. Whew. Good news. Restrictions are somewhat being lifted. Let's have a little look. We're all sitting on the edge of our seat down here waiting to see what freedoms we can get back, ladies and gentlemen. Life is poised to become freer for some of us. Some of us. The National Cabinet to consider tomorrow just which coronavirus restrictions to ease. Live to political... You just sit tight there, Australia. Tomorrow, we're going to figure out which, which of your freedoms you're allowed to have back. You've got, you've got protected freedoms under the Australian Constitution. So tomorrow, listen carefully, and we'll tell you which people are allowed to exercise them. The rest of you are fucked. You'll have to stay inside. Sorry. Well done, Australia. You're so good at following the rules. Porter Jonathan Kersley. Jonathan, what can we expect? Jonathan Kersley. Okay, much anticipated meeting of National Cabinet tomorrow. The federal government looking at a five-step strategy hmm. to get out of this crisis. A the five-step strategy. There's a five-step strategy to get out of something that took three days to get into. Have you noticed that? There was no five-step strategy for going into quarantine and lockdown. It was just like, bang. All right, everybody, if you go outside, we'll throw you in prison. It's like, whoa, whoa, hang on. Jesus, mate. And now it's like, okay, now there's a five-step strategy to get out. Five steps? The virus, then funding relief, then reopening society and the economy. Reopening society. And that's where we're at now. But given there is still no vaccine, we won't be returning to life as we knew it. Now... You see how slippery. Do you see how sneaky these fucks are? See the reality that's being given, like just being presented? Well, seeing as there's no vaccine, I guess we can't have normal normal life back again. Uh what? When did that become the uh the rule? When was that the rule? See how they do that? Well, you know, we'd all like to go back. We'd all like to go back to work. We'd all like to go back to a functioning society. But because there's no vaccine, uh, you'll have to wait. It's like, oh, now all of a sudden, see, we've all been signed up to some deal. And the deal that we've been signed up to without being asked, without being debated, without being even spoken about is um, we're only allowed outside once there's a vaccine again. (laughs) Oh, really? I had no idea. So then I guess the people who don't want to take the vaccine, and again, I'm not even an anti-vaxxer, but I'm definitely in favour of people deciding for themselves, right? No, government mandated forced, um, the government forcing needles into people's arms is not a good idea to me for any reason. I don't care. You know, civil liberties, individual rights are too important. Sorry. So now the, you, you can see what's going to happen, though. So the vaccine will roll around in about 12 months. We'll be under kind of weird pseudo lockdown for 12 months where some things can be open, but there can only be 10 people in a room and there can only be 20 people lining up and you can only go here between the hours of 9 and midday and here between 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. It's going to be all this weird bureaucratic shit. And they're going to be saying the whole time until the vaccine comes out. But then when the vaccine comes out, they'll say... You know this is going to happen. They'll say, okay, you can go out if you've had the vaccine, but until you have the vaccine, sorry, you're restricted, right? You're dangerous. You're killing people. You're putting people's lives at risk. And they'll say, well, you don't have to have the vaccine, but if you want to go out and mingle and go to work and, you know, be a productive member of society, then you're going to have to take the vaccine. National Cabinet will consider easing restrictions 
when it meets tomorrow, but the states and territories will move at their own pace. New South Wales and Victoria... My have, state, New South Wales. ...have already indicated today they won't ease anything in time for this weekend and for Mother's Day in particular, <laughs> but go to the other end of the scale, the Northern Territory. They're on stage one of the nobody lives out. there. Pubs will open again Look at soon. This. And the beer will be flowing, Mark. Chief Minister Michael Gunner today welcomed in the first round of beer kegs. He says... Look at these pansies. Look at these pussies. These fucking politicians are cheersing their clinking beer bottles without taking the caps off. Look at us. We're one of you. We're just like you. Oh, don't take the cap off. I might get beer on me. See how they put the beer story right after the vaccination thing? So, as it turns out, nobody's going to be allowed out of their house until everybody gets vaccinated, forced to do so by the government. But on the, on the upside, beer's coming back. <coughs> on the upside, look, here's a truck full of beer. Oh, What was that he said about the uh, vaccination? Beer, 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 beer. It's beer time. Okay, we've lost them. We've lost the audience. <laughs> But they do these little promos with the yellow vest and they put the hard hats on to try and make it look like they're just one of us. They're one of us. They're in the same, they're on the same team. This is a working class hero politician right here. But then they click the beer bottles together. They're not taking a sip of it. I wouldn't be caught dead drinking this pig swill. I wouldn't be caught dead sampling this cat's piss. Where's my cognac? Oh, thank God I didn't have to put any of it in my mouth. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> Keep the cap on. I don't want. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to be at risk of any of the beer hitting me. Fucking disgusting. If you're gonna cheers, if you're gonna clink, you have to drink after a cheers. That is a rule in Boogie Bumper World. Never ever cheers me and then put your drink down because I will. I will call you out straight away. I'll say, what the fuck are you doing? What? I've had people say to me, what? What? I say, you always drink after a cheers. What am I not good enough to drink with? Why cheese me if you're not going to have a drink with me? Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's very rude. It's very disrespectful. You cheese somebody, you take a drink. If you put your glass down, it's like you're better than me. So fuck you. Cheers, take a sip. Not like these people. Not like these disgusting frauds. His territory is a beacon for not only the rest of Australia, but perhaps even the rest of the world. The rest of the world. We are in many ways a lighthouse, so we are, we are potentially showing the way to a lot of others, there is no success. I hope not. I hope not. Not with that with that episode I just saw there with the beer bottles. Disgusting. Full exit plan so far in the world for how to come out of lockdown. I think we are doing it. What we're doing. Holy shit. You know what I just realised? The previous video we watched, because I've still got it up on the screen on a different monitor. The previous video we watched of Toddles throwing the knife into the box. Oh, my God. Look at what's written on the box. I love my cat. (laughs) He's practicing throwing knives into a box of cat products. How much should we read into this? Are the neighborhood cats safe? I love my cat. I'll show you love. Ding. 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 Oh, fuck. It's a lot harder than it looks. 
Ding. Ding. Ladies and gentlemen, he loves his cat. For how long? For how long? I don't know. He's making sure that... Uh, there are common standards yeah, keeping everyone safe. The country, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. and then as any individual state uh, bases uh, their own circumstances, they can determine how ready and willing they are to get ready and willing uh, to the new stages. So, as I've said before, any restriction being lifted in any state is a cause for celebration. See this? We're supposed to thank them. We're supposed to celebrate. They've shut our businesses down. They've put people out of work. They've introduced all of these rules and regulations. They've arrested people for being outside. They've handed out $300,000 worth of fines in one Easter weekend. They've got police patrolling around, putting people in handcuffs. They've done this. And now when they dribble out, when they dribble out little senses of the freedom that you had before, right? When they just drip feed you. Oh, now we're letting two people go to another person's house, okay? Two people. So that's a cause for celebration because we're all supposed to line up and go, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. I'm so very grateful. Why, why, sir, I really appreciate you giving me that little bit of freedom back. Thank you. I'm, I feel like celebrating, but celebrating within the restrictions of the guidelines, within the rules, of course, because I'm a good little rules follower. I'm a citizen, goddammit. I care about old people. I want to protect them. So I will celebrate the restrictions being lifted just this little bit. Thank you, Massa, <laughs> New House Vegas. I will celebrate the restrictions by letting two people come and visit my domicile. And we will stand six feet apart and we'll enjoy a nice beverage together with the cap still on so the beer doesn't touch our tongue at any point because we wouldn't want to be one of the peasants. But thank you so much. Don't pop those champagne corks just yet, though. This ah. is likely to be a slow road out. There will be okay. reviews every four weeks. reviews every four weeks. So that's at least another month. And then in a month's time, people from the government will sit down and they'll say, okay, which freedoms should we let them have back again? Let's give them one of those and one of those and one of those, and then we'll come back in another four weeks. <laughs> Yeah, another four weeks. Um, like I said on a previous show, I, I'm not even a guy that goes to the pub very often anymore. I used to when I was younger, but I'm in my mid thirties now, and I, you know, I just I work nights, and it's a whole thing. So when I was a when I was a young cock, though, I would when I was a young rooster, definitely go to the pub more often. And like I was sitting there in traffic and I saw I saw this billboard of a fresh poured beer. Like the, this beer was like 30 feet high. And I just thought to myself, man, I would murder everybody in this street for a drop of that beer being poured out of that tap, ice cold into an ice cold pint. You know what I mean? 
that had to be like, what, three weeks ago, a month ago? So now I know we're at least a month, another month away from it. <clears throat> the Aussie pub, the Australian pub, I suspect it's a lot like the UK. We probably borrow, borrow a little bit of that UK culture here. But the Australian pub is very iconic. <clears throat> there are pubs everywhere in Sydney. Like every three or four shops is a pub. It used to be a lot more. It's probably less now than it used to be. But pubs are everywhere. Uh, a lot of people a lot of people give directions based on the pubs. So it's like, okay, turn left at the pig and whistle, and then you'll turn right at the cat and fiddle, and then you go straight through past the bat and ball, and then you turn up at the pig shit in. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I found this the other day uh, from a current affair who usually deal in, like we say before, uh, boomer outrage and single mother uh, stories to mobilise clicks. Talking about the Australian pub, let's have a look. Casey Grimshaw, welcome to A Current Affair. Everyone's doing it tough right now and we're all missing the times when we could see our mates, have a few laughs and a few drinks at the pub. Publicans are missing us too while they try not to go broke. Today, a senior health expert predicted pubs could be closed for at least another four months. <laughs> a senior health expert. Now, here's my problem. If we listen to the senior health experts, pubs wouldn't exist at all. Right? Senior health experts are the ones that try to tell you that if you drink more than two drinks in one sitting, that you're a problem alcoholic who needs therapy or some shit, right? Senior health experts are the ones who try to say that if you enjoy uh, two glasses of wine with dinner, that you have some kind of psychological dependency on it. Why the hell are we listening to them when it comes to where we get our alcohol from? And meanwhile, people are going broke. They're losing their jobs. They're being forced out of their homes. They're being arrested on the streets. The senior health expert isn't losing money. He doesn't have skin in the game. If anything, his value has gone up. Because now people are asking what he thinks about things and the governments are doing whatever he says. Which hasn't happened before. So, Steve Marshall put that forecast to the pub test. If you're locked out of your favourite pub until September... This man looks like a man who needs his pub opened yesterday. <clears throat> this is what I'll look like when I'm 60, right? This guy needs to be let back in the pub. He needs it. <laughs> Don't rob him of what he needs. Look at the look on his face. It's a mix between fear, depression, and anguish, all rolled into one. What does that mean for you? That means I'll be shitting at home on my own. Shitting home on my own. What, what can you do? Just drink at home, bro. He needs a sticker. <laughs> That one there. <laughs> he looks like a broken man, doesn't he? I'll leave that up on I'll leave that up for a moment. So if somebody wants to take a screen grab, you can get a sticker of it. The broken man standing out the front of the closed pub, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. <laughs> four months. He looks like somebody just said to him four more months.
share the link? All right, I'll put the link in the chat. The broken man at the pub. There you go. <clears throat> All right, let's have a look. Let's have a listen to our poor old mate here. Favourite pub until September. What does that mean for you? That means I'll be sitting at home on my own. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. What, what can you do? People are missing the pubs. My mates are missing the pubs. I miss the pub. I'm, I'm missing miss the going pub. To other people's pubs. I don't even go to the pub, but I'm missing the pub. I would go to the pub like once a month or something before, you know? On a Saturday afternoon, I'd say to the wife, you know what? Let's go down the fucking pub, get a fucking steak lunch and have a few beers. What do you say? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Let's go pound some pints and then struggle home. Why not? When the pubs reopen, I'm going to be in there every fucking day. <laughs> To make up for lost time. Pain for punters and publicans alike. Probably over the next few months, we're going to have to keep quite a few restrictions on. You, health you experts dramatic warning. They'll be barred from their watering holes for at least another four months. <sighs> I think we can. No! 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 No, 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 no. Four more months, four months, four months. Fuck. Can't quite speculate, even about September. It's hard to swallow. <laughs> we don't even know if September is going to be good enough. We can't speculate. At least four months. It's and we fucking knew this was going to happen too. I said on the show, you watch this government in particular. They will they they will give you like a, a kind of a rough, ambiguous time. They'll be like, oh, about a month, maybe six weeks, maybe in the yeah. But they'll just keep, as we keep getting closer, they'll just keep pushing it out and pushing it out and pushing it out, right? At <laughs> least W. That it'll never happen here. <laughs> Dumb, I get it. It's absolutely dramatic. I'd say there'd be a huge amount of businesses that'll really struggle, potentially go under. I miss the social. The social aspect is what it's all about, coming down and having a beer, having a laugh, talking a bit of crap. Talking a bit of crap. For many Aussies, their local is their second home, and the prospect of being locked out until September simply doesn't pass the pub test. When was the last time we had a beer in? Oh, must be. The Welcome Hotel ain't so welcome anymore, huh? You are no longer welcome at the Welcome Hotel. Five weeks. Bob? So this pub was established in 1877, and it might be coronavirus that kills it in 2020. Fucking how about that? <laughs> it survives nearly 150 years just to be shut down by a health expert who says, well, I don't think we should let people into the pubs until at least September. And Ellen. Two world wars. <laughs> it survived two world wars, Vietnam War. Recessions, depressions, it's survived. It's been there. Coronavirus kills it. Have been drinking at this pub in Sydney's Inner West. He looks like he's been drinking there since 1877. For a combined 84 years. <laughs> and right now, they could do with their favourite drink. they'd have VB on. Yeah. Chewies. Because the lockdown's impacting their well-being. I meet all my mates, Al. All of them. All right. I like this old guy. 
I want to go and meet all me mates, Al. And you know, you know, all of them. <laughs> I think I think Al is his only friend. I'll be friends with you, sir. I'll, this is the kind of guy that I would be friends with at a pub. Don't worry. You've you've you all everyone in the chat now is a friend of yours. So you've got Al, you've got Boogie, you've got Monica, you've got Fascist Hippie, you've got King Rollo, you've got Kitty B. You've got the lot. We're all your friend now. You've got Jenny. She's a friend. We're all friends. Teddy Spaghetti loves you. We all love you. We're going to make a sticker out of you to show that we love you. They're all here. They're all friends. Well, be. I meet all me mates. Al. All of them. Al and all of them. <laughs> They're all here. They're, They're all, all here. Friends. That's what you miss a lot, being on your own at home. There's a bit of a circle with the ladies as well, as you know, the boats come down and have a beer and we all sit together. Ooh, yeah. A bit of a circle with the ladies. Welcome to the welcome. Holy shit, the stickers in the chat already. <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti. <laughs> How does he do it? How does he do it? Holy shit. I need to get that uh I need to get that D-Base thing working. I couldn't get it to work on my browser. Like, I installed the app and stuff, and then when I went to save the stickers, it just wouldn't save it. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm fucking doing wrong here. So then I just gave up. <laughs> but the broken man is now in the chat. And you see, we're all friends. For pub owner Liam O'Keefe, his entire livelihood's on the line. Close till September, does that pass the pub test? Nah, I don't think so. We can try and hang on. It'll be pretty desperate. Uh, if that's what has fucking young guy too. How old do you reckon he owns the place? So he's he's obviously like a hard worker. He's probably uh, in debt up to his fucking eyeballs. If he's in the if this is in Sydney in the inner western Sydney, he pro he's probably sitting on an asset which is like you know a couple of million dollars. They're not cheap inner city pubs, right? So he's probably worked his guts out, got the loan together, slogged his guts out. Bought this pub. He thinks he's set up for life. And then the government comes in and goes, sorry, got to close. Not even the government. The health experts. Yeah, 33. I reckon he's about 30, young, early 30s. The health expert comes in and goes, sorry, mate, we need to close it down for at least six months. Really? Why? Oh, because one person got coronavirus in the whole state yesterday. So we don't want to rush it. <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable to happen then that's what has to happen you have to listen to the advice of the professionals you have to listen to the advice of the professionals that's where you're wrong you see he has to say that right he has to say that on tv but you don't have to listen to the advice of the health professionals in every other walk of life we never listen to the advice of the health professionals Oh, Monica with the diamond for our broken man. Love you, man. We'll see you and Al at the pub. Isn't that lovely? Lovely words from Monica. There you go. Monica's a fan. Third generation publican Stu Laundy helps run a stable of 80 pubs. At the end of the day, we're like any other business. We all have, we all have debts. And just to shut the doors, I mean, it's dramatic. Well, Nick Grigorski from Brisbane's Port Office Hotel is another That's a, nurse. That is a good-looking pub, isn't it? I love those corner pubs. That's a classic-looking uh, Australian sort of colonial-era building there. Economic wounds. With the tin roof, when it, when it rains, you can imagine sitting in there when it's raining with the sound of the rain hitting the tin roof. Ah, oh, fucking magic. From 100% to zero. No mincing words, there's no... Amberlina in the chat. They seem to enjoy fucking people's lives up. You're not wrong, huh? It's like a sport. 
way of trying to make a, another lot of money, we are, we are at zero. We're effectively getting nothing through the door. All three pub owners agree that people's health is paramount, but there's only so long they can keep their own livelihoods and that of their staff on life support. Each week you're closed? Yeah, each week you're closed, you're losing money. You still need to pay rent, you still need to pay insurance. You still have to try and pay your staff to make sure that they're not living on the street, creating massive amounts of unemployment. There'll be homeless people coming out of this. We know how this virus... And here is the health expert, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder what the health expert thinks are the benefits of eating out of a trash can in a urine-soaked alleyway with um, hypodermic needles is. I like. What are the health benefits of that kind of lifestyle? What are the health benefits of the lifestyle of living like a fucking homeless person, sitting in your own shit, sleeping in the gutter? Maybe, maybe that's better for you than having a job at a pub. <laughs> you know what I mean? Creating massive amounts of unemployment. There'll be homeless people coming out of this. Yeah, but we fuck it. We're keeping people safe. Respected ANU microbiology professor Peter Collignon is behind the health hammer blow. If pubs open at all before September, I think it'll have to be under very strict um, guidelines that limit uh, how many people are together, how far they're apart. <clears throat> See, it's all well and good to um, talk to the health experts, but there's a place for it because people are like, oh, you need to listen to the experts. You need to listen to the health experts. You need to do what the health experts say. And it's like, yeah, 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 I'm sorry, but you're out of your fucking jurisdiction here. You know when I go and see the health expert? When I get coronavirus. That's when I see you. Up until that point, I don't want to fuck, I don't want you telling me what I can and can't do, right? That's not how this works. You're the health expert. You're not the pub expert. You're not the economy expert. You're not the keeping people employed expert. You're not the uh, individual freedom expert. You're not the politics expert. You're none of those things. So when I get sick, that's when I go to the health expert. When I want to have a beer at a pub, I don't go to the health expert. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think the rules are. It's not your fucking jurisdiction, mate. When I want to get drunk, I'll see the fucking pub expert. Thank you very much. And basic Expert just means that they know a lot about one tiny slither of all the things that make up life. Right? They don't know everything about everything. They might know 99% of 0.001% of life because not all the world is about health experts. He might know, like, for example, he might know 99% of what there is to know about viruses, but he probably can't change a fucking tire on a car. He probably doesn't know how to milk a cow. Right? Do you see my point here? So just because somebody's really, really, really good at one particular thing does not mean that they have jurisdiction to tell us how all the other things should work. We used to know that. Basically, we don't have enough information to really reliably make that decision yet. <laughs> Did you, are you hearing this shit? So maybe you can, maybe you can open your pub again in September but there's going to have to be very strict restrictions. We can only let a certain amount of people in. We can, um, you'll have to stand six feet apart. But at the end of the day, we don't know enough about it to make any predictions. So why then? Huh? 
Why are we waiting till September then if you don't know enough about it? If pubs open at all before September, I think it'll have to be under very strict um, guidelines that limit uh, how many people are together, how far they're apart. And basically, we don't have enough information to really reliably make that decision yet. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I think it'll be a while before they're fully open like they were before. Just just because. Just because. Because we don't know enough. That's why we're not letting you do stuff. Okay. Look, I don't know if I would have been as harsh in the, in the shutdowns. You know, maybe the social distancing, there's a lot of science behind that. We could have got through that with our doors open. For most in the hospitality industry, the damage has already been done. I know of two chefs, uh, one of mine, uh, they're actually literally fishing for dinner. And they've got their savings, they've got we, what we can give them, cash in hand, to support them um, until the business runs out of money. And then that's it, they're on their own. So at the end of that, then they're on the street. Wow. Now, questions around how they managed to trade back from rock bottom, when and if they're allowed to reopen, will be their toughest trivia test. So what's going to happen when we reopen? Do we reopen with 40% of trade, 50% of trade? Are we allowed to reopen business as normal? These publicans... And so 50% of trade just means that you go into debt half as quickly, right? Because when because the, the politicians and stuff are going to come out and they're going to say, oh, we're reopening, so now everybody, you can stop complaining now because we're reopening pubs, we're reopening restaurants with 50% of trade. But it doesn't work like that in hospitality because the margins are so fucking razor thin, right? So the way it works in hospitality is like you need 100, you need capacity, you need those tables full all the time. And they normally make all of their money for the week on like one day. So like Saturday trading or something will cover the rest of the fucking six days of the week when they're not making money. So if you have like 50% capacity, you're only going to go into debt half as fast. That's the way it works. So it's not going to help at all. Don't claim to have all the answers, but they've got a couple of ideas. Nick from Brisbane believes the government's soon-to-be-released virus tracking app could be key to assisting social distancing protocols in pubs and hotels. Just put those rules in place for us and... uh you know, make us take out our furniture or, or make us only have 50. Yeah, that's the other thing too. So other places are allowed to have people in there with social distancing. The supermarkets are allowed to stay open, but the pubs aren't. Why? Home Depot is allowed to have uh, customers come in there and buy shit. As long as you keep six feet apart, as long as you do this, as long as you do that, you can stay open. But the pubs, no, nah, sorry. Sorry, bro. Can't let you do it. <clears throat> <laughs> Daryl Levin in the chat. The banks are our friends, Boogie Bumper. Come on, bruh. <laughs> the bank loves me and I love them. So we, we have particularly harsh rules for this section of society over here and no rules whatsoever for this section of society over here. And it seems like they're just making it up as they go along. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play this one more time. Because directly after this show, in about five minutes from now, head to Irrational Times' channel, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Irrational Times, Saved by the Bell, King of the Universe Quiz Spectacular is taking place in about five minutes from now. So after this show, go straight to Irrational Times' channel. I'll be there. I'll be in the chat. Let's see this promo one more time to, to warm up for the event. This Friday, 
March 8th. Five minutes. A battle so contentious, so epic, it can't be aired on TV. I'm going to kill you like they killed Slater's lizard. I'm going to fuck you up the way they the oil company fucked up that duck, dog. Let me tell you something, Royce Lopez. When I see you beat, beat, beat down, you will have all the sauce. But the secret, she's a mom. Listen here, brother. I've been watching the college year. I've been watching the specials. While you be out there doing your streams, I'm grinding. I'm grinding. grinding. Cartoon motherfucker, you ain't got shit. And I'll tell you this Friday, Royce. I don't want to hear about the pole dancing. Woo! I don't want to hear about you twerking on the Woo! left, trying to make the dollars out here. So fight, fight, here fight, 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 but Royce I just think Lopez Adonis Paul is going to be, he's going to be the more autistic the one. Adonis Paul, I think, is going to, he's got more time to study than Royce does. It's three shows a week versus ten shows a week, right? He's got a lot more spare time. So I'm putting my money. The Daily Boogie official tip, ladies and gentlemen, is going to Adonis Paul in tonight's Save by the Bell showdown. But here it is, and I can see he's clearly okay, and he knows Saved by the Bell tribute. Oh, shit. I'm going to wreck you like Lisa Turtle's mom's car, motherfucker. I'm going to make you think you're Mexican like that chick did to Slater in the college years. I'm going to run all over you and then forget you like your name was Stacy Carosi. There's a few Team APs in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to break your heart the way Kelly broke Zach's heart when she started dating the manager of the Max. I'm going to make you disappear like the magician of the Max in the later season. I'm going to fuck your ass like every authority figure did to Kelly, including her boss at the Max and officer and uh, Professor Lasky during the college. <laughs> She's kind of a slut. You ever notice that? I did notice that. I did notice so please that. Join Irrational Times oh, we'll be this there. Friday. Don't worry, we'll be Adonis there. Paul, Royce Lopez, Saved by the Bell Trivia, Massacre Beatdown. We'll be there. We'll be there, Irrational Times. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this edition of The Daily Boogie. Uh, like I said, Irrational Times live in about three minutes from now. So head over to Irrational Times' channel for AP versus Royce Lopez. Safe by the bell. Beat down, ladies and gentlemen. Looking forward to that. Then you've got Nightwave Radio coming up at 10. Joy of Pessy coming up at midnight. And then what have you got? Then what have you... Who have you got then? Uh, you've got Joy of Pessy again on Saturday night. You've got Winning TV on Saturday night at about 8pm, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to follow all of our friends. Major Tom on Sunday at lunchtime. Uh, Sunday night shit show with Frozen Asian. Then on Monday, it all starts up back again. And we'll see you back here on Monday. Thank you to everyone who contributed to D- in DLive tonight. Thank you to the Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at boogiebumper. And tell me about your glass dildo experience. Congratulations once again to the great Teddy Spaghetti for taking home the one-of-a-kind official 1,000 celebration dildo on tonight's show. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, stay calm. Stay rational. God bless. JJ Stoner. Follow JJ Stoner. Follow Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, Why Censored. Follow all of our friends, and we'll see you back here on Monday night. Bye-bye.